Welcome to the Wisdom Success Show. This is your host, Barbara Wickman, and today's guest is the amazing Justin Breen. Hey, today it's so great to have you on the program. Really excited to be here and uh, talk about uh, life, business, and all sorts of other fun stuff. Fantastic. Well, you know, um, I am a big fan of yours and I, I see a lot of the work that you do and you have such an impressive background. Um, you know, Brepic Communications has really made, it's just been incredible. And I know we were talking earlier today that, you know, business is booming even during the times when things are really struggling for a lot of people. And that says a lot to um, all the incredible work that you're doing. Now, now Justin, you are the, the founder and CEO of Brepic Brepic, correct? Brepic. Hard to say, right? <laughs> it's hard to say. I know. I have to Brepic, get to yep. some... Yeah. <laughs> um, but you are this uh, amazing marketer. Um, you are an author of a book coming out on May 19th called um, Epic There it Business. is. Epic oh, Business. There it is. This is a fake cover, by the way. It's what it'll look like, but... This is like a Michael Jordan book inside there. So <laughs> I love it. I love it. So we're really excited about that. I'm going to get my copy when it comes out. I think I'm on the early distribution. Sweet. Um, but you have this, again, this amazing background in journalism of being an editor for, you know, in sports and wildlife, in arts and science, um, all of those kind of stuff. But what I really look to you for, the one thing that I really admire the most about you is I call you the brilliant connector, right? So um, when I was having my Be Legendary conference, is amazing. You're like sending people that were all really important um, to meet in getting, you know, in having them at the conference. So, and I see you connecting people all the time. Um, so that's one of the things that I find is part of your genius, right? Is, is oh, that thanks. ability to see who could connect people. So yep. how, how'd you come about learning about that whole element of connection? Really good first question, uh, and I'm glad you asked that. So here's how I'm going to answer it. Uh, so I have a PR firm, uh, and it's very successful on a global level. But what my business really is is a gigantic incubator of geniuses around the world, and we introduce each other for mutual gain. So the number one thing that I learned from writing this new book um, is that that is what my company really is. Although it's a PR firm and I get my clients and awesome publications everywhere, really it's about connecting great people on a very, very high level. And then the byproduct is I'm constantly getting these intros to companies everywhere that want to hire my firm to, to be in the media. So um, you were saying, you know, other businesses are struggling and, and obviously that's the case for a lot of businesses. But my clients are visionary, visionaries, uh, always with the abundance mentality. And so those folks don't think about cost. They think about investment. And so, um, you know, my clients aren't traditional small businesses. Like they would never be my clients. These are folks that are really thinking big on a massive level. And then those folks uh, are they're investing heavily right now into things that I do. So what are, the, what are some of the things that, like when you speak to someone, what are a couple of the other phrases or concepts that they talk about that let you know that that person is truly a visionary? So someone asks, what do you cost? I'll never work with them ever. Um, those are just the complete wrong mindset. The folks that work with me now, they say, what does an investment with you look like? Um, and so I talk like this uh, to a room full of, you know, 20 people, even, you know, entrepreneurs or small business owners and 18 of them will look at me like I'm crazy or an alien. And those folks will never be in my network. They'll never be clients. They'll never be referral sources. So, 
I only care about the one or two people that really understand uh, how my brain works. And those are the people that become in my networks. And then these are the best people because they totally understand investing in their businesses and their brands. And also even more importantly, making the right connections that change people's lives. So like, I'm really good at this. There's people that are better at it and they're all over the world. You just kind of have to find them. But when you do, they introduce you to other people like that. Cause it's, it's pretty rare when you get this whole group of people together, it's pretty awesome. And it's only started for me. Like um, in the last couple of days, I've talked to people in Italy, Malaysia, Israel, China, Singapore, uh, Australia, New Zealand. And these are all like people running uh, very high six figure, seven figure, eight figure, nine figure businesses. Um, and they're just like the best people ever. And so when you do that all day, it's like contagious. It's like a drug. And uh, most people, I tell them that and they're like, what are you, are you, really? This is what you do all day? I go, yeah, this is what I do all day. And, and uh, these are the people that I work with. And this is why my business is successful. So it's been a lot of fun. Well, it sounds like you've really found kind of the, the key. And you know, we always talk about, um, you know, one of our favorite people, Sarah, always says, you know, when, when the tide rises, all the boats rise together. And it sounds like you've really found that that to be true um mm -hmm. it, you know what i find a lot of people a lot of the, the businesses that maybe don't maybe they're not the visionaries are afraid to make those connections because they're yep. afraid that they're going to lose that that business and what you find is that really you flourish when you share so you just said the keyword it's all fear so um you know i started this business less than three years ago and the fear and anxiety and ups and downs from starting a business for me personally are way, 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 way more than what's going on now. I mean, for me, my business, I've barely changed anything except less in-person meetings or no in-person meetings, obviously. Um, and so most of these, these amazing entrepreneurs, they've already been through all this kind of craziness. I mean, that's what being an entrepreneur is anyway. So they're just pivoting and um, and uh, you know changing things uh, in a good way and being abundant and positive and you know I, I think a lot of these folks uh, that you're talking about they can't get out of their own way and they don't realize that genuinely helping people and going out of your way to help people it's the best thing you can do because um, it just leads to endless growth and opportunities and then just what I've done is I've just continued to find better and better people um, who it's not about revenue. It's about helping people and connectivity and just overall awesomeness. Yeah. I always say, you know, if you, if you do the work and you do it as from a share, receiving and a sharing perspective, money follows. Right. Like you have to worry less about money than if you just do what your purpose is and your intentions and look to mm -hmm. better everyone. You, know, right. you don't worry about money so much. So you get to a place, um, a, a couple ways to answer that one, uh, a year ago, basically, a year and a half ago at this time, I'd made more money by far than I ever had in, in a year. And I was never more depressed in my life. So I realized very quickly that doesn't mean anything. In fact, it can be a negative. So it was actually good to go through that. And um, and I've learned from that. So money, I mean, if you have enough money to take care of your family and like we do some fun stuff every now and then, but honestly, like I, I don't really care. Um like a lot of these organizations, they want you to 10x your revenue. I mean, for me, that doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah. For me, it's 10xing your experiences. And, and really, for me, it's the network. So then, you know, the other thing is I, I talk to these people and they never bring up revenue. They don't 
you know, these are, they're just the nicest people ever. They just want to help people. And, um, I was at this guy's house the other day. Well, it was more than the other day because <laughs> anyone's like, house in a while. But yeah. um, so he lives on, um, so he lives in a giant mansion on Lake Michigan in the North Shore. Um, and uh, he, Crane Chicago named him one of the most connected people in Chicago. And they were able to quantify it by wealth and then the number of boards that you're on and adding up the wealth in those companies of these boards. So it's like a legitimate thing. And very rarely, very, very rarely, in fact, I'd say almost never do I meet someone who has a similar kind of weird brain as me. And this guy had, he had a brain like mine. So um, in terms of like, he, I was talking about what I did and he was processing and I could see him doing it. And he's like, oh wait, let's stop. Let me call this guy. And he called this giant, uh, the CEO of a giant company in Canada, in Toronto. He's like, oh yeah, hey, this Justin would be great for what you're doing. So I talked to the CEO. We like literally stopped for a minute. I talked to the CEO. I just talked to the CEO's marketing person um, a couple days ago, and that's one of my newest clients. They just signed with me. So fantastic. But, yeah. So, but that's how my brain works. But I aspire to be even higher. And and seeing this guy, who's you know, I mean, he's probably a billionaire. I mean, it was really interesting to see that my brain is capable of like those type of connections um, and like way more than I'm doing now. So I've just started this. That's the way I look at it. So you're really discovering your, um, that there really are no limits for you. Oh, no, absolutely not. I mean, why would there be? That's what I'm, so you asked earlier, like, you know, people are afraid to do things. For me, this is literally just barely starting. That's why I'm so excited because, um, I have a giant, like an insanely giant global network and it can be so much more than it is. And there's no reason that it can't be. I mean, when, again, when you find the right people and they're doing awesome things and they're helping people and they're thinking give as opposed to take, and they're creating companies and helping people, uh, you know, starting charities and doing philanthropical things. Like, why would you want to, like, why would you want to limit that? Right. Well, like it doesn't make any sense to me. So again, like, so it's hard for me to have a conversation with somebody that doesn't think like this because they're like, what, are you, are you, this doesn't even, it's like speaking a different language. But for yeah, the people that get it, they get it. So. Well, I'll tell you, I'm kind of struggling right now with a lot of, and, and I just realized this, like, why am I struggling with some of the, a lot of the posts online? Cause they all start out with, well, these are really difficult, unprecedented times. I'm like, you know, uh, we got to think okay. about this really differently. I mean, you know, businesses should be thinking about, okay, we've had processes and things that haven't worked for years and we can change everything. Why not do it now? Right. Why make those changes? Yeah, now? Let's be visionary. Now. So what happened in the recession? All these great businesses came out of nothing. Uh, how many people, uh, you know, started their businesses when they were fired or had no job, whatever. Exactly. And, uh, that's what's going to happen here too. So obviously this is a difficult situation for a lot of people and I empathize with that. But I, I look at things long term and this is going to be a tremendous opportunity for so many people. I posted that right when this started and, um, and 90% of people were like, oh yeah, they totally agree. A couple of people were like, you know, this is the wrong time for that, but it's the right time for that. Yeah. It's the right time because that's, these are the changes that will, that will uh, lead to greatness. So. So what do people come to you for, Justin? <laughs> Well, 
Wow, that's an interesting question. Um, so my actual firm, I was a journalist for 20 years and I created my entire business model based on how PR firms annoyed me for 20 years. So what my firm does is create interesting stories that um, serve the journalist and the client. And then the stories become a link on the client's website under news or blog or whatever. And I take that link and I pitch it to media all over the world. If media is interested, I put them in touch with the client contact moving forward. So that's literally all my firm does. If someone asks me to do something else, I will not do it. I will refer it to someone else or just, you know, they won't be a client. So, but that's it. That's literally, and then obviously my connections. I mean, I just like to make connections for people. So, so what is the problem that your clients are asking you to solve for them? So they're not having problems. That's what I mean. The people I work with don't have problems. It's not, it's not a problem. It's here is something we're doing that's amazing and we'd like the world to know about it. What people do say to me is they're tired of being the best known secret or the, what is it? What is it? They're, we're tired of being like the best secret out there, something like that. But that's not a, I guess it is a problem, I guess, but uh, that's, that's what I hear more than anything. But see like the, so that question that you asked, like these folks are like, they've, found this amazing joy in their lives for business from business success and then connecting with the right people they don't really have problems so i'll go to these meetings where people will talk about companies or their companies where they're having problems or employee issues and i it's hard for me to understand that because i don't have any of those like i don't have problems i work with whoever i want to work with i have you know make as much money as i want to i only work with visionaries like if someone doesn't have mindset I will not work with them and um, so like the way you're smiling and like appreciating this like those are the only people I work with because they're the only ones that get it otherwise it's not a good use of anybody's time yep agreed is there is there um so as you mentioned there's a lot of people who kind of get it a lot of people who don't is there a general piece of advice that that you give people um, during these unprecedented times? Like what's the one piece of advice that you always want to share with everybody? I kind of heard it in there, but I just want to hear you say it <laughs> again. Okay, so Clearly. here's the best entrepreneurs, uh, they care about people. Yeah. That's the number one thing. It has nothing to do with business success. So I was meeting with this guy who runs a, he's, he runs a giant company. And he, he, before we left, he goes, what's something that I want I should remember about you before I leave. And I thought about it, which I usually don't do because I'm like a high quick start. I can answer pretty fast. But with this one, I thought about it and I, I told him, um, you know what? I really care. I actually care. If someone emails me, I'm going to email them back. If, you know, if it, it I'm going to, if some, if I screw up, I'm going to apologize. Like it, it's, um, and it's such a simple thing, but I, you know, I, it's amazing to me how many people don't, really care <laughs> i just don't understand it because like the people i hang out with they're the most caring people ever they're so friendly and, 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 and loving and like like the interest i get from people to these i mean the people i get intro to they, it's insane how genius these people are yeah. it's like oh my god somebody thought about me making this intro it's like geez the least i can do is you know, pay it forward on a, a massive scale. So like basically all I do all day is pay it forward and great things come back because of that. 
what stokes your fire? You know, I always say like, what, what makes you want to get up in the morning and push the sun up? Can't you tell you. It. <laughs> what? So you can't tell you it from how passionate I am about this, but no, it's, um, so my, my wife and children, I mean, you know, that's the obvious thing. So my wife's, uh, she's a wonderful person, Sarah, she's a pediatrician and, uh, she's been going into the office a lot less, lot less lately, but still goes in. And, uh, then my two sons, uh, Jake and Chase, they're five and seven or seven and five, I should say they're great kids. So, um, but I am so passionate about this, my company and helping people on a massive scale. Like I literally never get tired of it. It's, it's my drug. Um, I could do this 24 seven. If, if I didn't have to sleep, I would, I would do this all the time. After this interview, I think I have five calls with people and they're in all different parts of the world. They're all CEOs or entrepreneurs. They're all running amazing businesses. Um, and uh, it's just, it's, it's exciting. It, I never get tired of them. And then I love seeing my clients uh, in the media. That gives me such satisfaction that they're not the best known secret anymore, that people actually find out about them. And then, you know, they realize what a good investment this is, as opposed to thinking about cost, which is just so ridiculous to me. Well, that's one of the things, you know, I, I think one of the things that I will definitely say I share with you is this passion for what I do, because when people say like, when, when are you right. going to think about retiring? I'm like, retire, why would I retire to find something? Retiring? I, love? I mean, I love what I do. Why would you stop? You know? Retirement? What? I mean, that's, that's what I mean. Like that, I would never, I'll never stop doing this. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, regardless of whether I have a business or not, I mean, I'll exactly. intros I make, but like, it, that's not going to stop. And again, that's what I mean. I'm so excited because, you know, I've really only, I, in terms of connecting at this high level, I've only been doing it for about a year and a half. And so to get to this level already is great, but it's nowhere near where it'll be even, even six weeks from now, a week mm -hmm. from now, it'll still be, you know, it's just great because there's no limit to it. And uh, the world is just full of all these opportunities if you just kind of let it happen and, and, uh, and embrace it. Even today, even today when people think things are shutting down, there's opportunity all over the place, right? Abundance mentality is the only mentality. That's and, right. Uh, scarce, scarcity mentality, I, I can't, it doesn't, like my brain literally shuts that down. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's, it's too, it's, it's challenging to help people get that. Well, um, it took time for me for sure. Um, and I, I work on it every day. Um, and, uh, I, I think one of the questions you had for me was, you know, mentors. I, I got multiple amazing mentors person whose house I was at the big mansion on Lake Michigan. I'm going to, I'm going to ask him to be one of my mentors when this all settles down. But you know, the book I wrote is basically the 30 things I learned in the company's first 30 months from brilliant people, I mean, really brilliant people. And then I implemented those into my company. That's really what it is. And so, you know, this is how I created this, this business that's super successful and only works with the best people um, from listening to these other people and then picking and choosing what worked for me and then actually following through on. So it's very simple, you know, like the, this book has, billions of dollars worth of advice in it, not millions. Like the people I, the, the people in this book that are 
talked about in, in these stories and anecdotes, they're worth tens of billions of dollars. And it's like, here you go. Do you want to do this or not? So I, I think it's really going to change a lot of people's lives. I never really thought something saying something like that made sense, but I mean, I'm serious about it. It's these, they're very simple and it's, it's, it's legit. That's the other thing. It's totally legit. Well, it's fabulous. So May 19th, it's coming out. So we're excited for that. Yeah. So, you know, first of all, it was great to have you at the Be Legendary Conference. Thanks for coming and inviting all the folks that you did. Um, you know, we focused a lot on leadership. So I wanted to ask you a little bit. I want to, to kind of pull you over to the discussion of leadership, if we can. Um, how, how do you define leadership? So... In my company, I'm, you know, essentially a solopreneur with some freelance writers. So, you know, but with my network, I definitely consider myself a leader. So I posted this thing on uh, LinkedIn the other day and tagged a bunch of people in it just to kind of get like, I'm like, oh, here's some visionaries I know and tag some of your own visionaries. So that, that thing's up to about, 9,000 views on LinkedIn and I business has already started to be created and intros have been created because of this. So leadership to me is like, uh, not letting fear stop you being very proactive. And uh, we talked about it a little already, but having an abundance mentality. Um, my clients, um, either the CEOs or the founders of these companies, they are all tremendous leaders. Uh, who have an investment first mentality and uh, take care of their take care of their employees in a in a very wonderful way um, and they're so um, such good people too like that's so important it's being good leaders being a good person first and foremost for sure so you talk about some of the, the their mindsets um, things like that what are what are some behaviors that folks might see in a leader who is this abundance mindset leader who really cares about people? What are some of the actions or things that they may do? These are very good questions. Well, thank you. Yeah. It's, usually I'm not stopped. Um, but I, I really want to give these, these good thoughts because it's important to answer it in the right way, especially now when there's, you know, a lot of people who are anxious, and uh you know hurting financially you know i having the right perspective on things to not do rash decisions to think about things in a positive way over and over and um learning from mistakes and failures is so important on my way to you know the success that my company's had i've failed so many times and you know, just to get my first five clients, I reached out to 5,000 people. Um, so that's one out of a thousand. That's not a good percentage. But these, these leaders, they never, the, the best ones, they never give up. And they put their employees first. Um, they, you know, some of them cutting their salaries before they would cut their own employees. Um, but again, most of my clients, they're not, they're not cutting anything. They're, they're pivoting and, and looking at things um, as an opportunity. 
to um, not only help the business, but to help themselves. So that's another thing that's super important and actionable. So I hear you saying you'd see them being resilient in their actions and um, remaining caring for everyone around them. So it's like resilience and remaining like human to human connection. Yeah. Human to human. Yeah. 100% and uh, genuinely respecting other people and wanting to help them for sure. Is there like one leader that you think about in your lifetime or like just looking out into the world that you admire as someone that is a, um, you know, just has tremendous wisdom or is legendary? Is there a leader that you identify and, and what is it about them that makes them that way to you? Uh, it was probably my father. Uh, my father was 61 when I was born. Uh, he was a soldier in World War II, fought in the Hurricane Forest, uh, was a lawyer in the Nuremberg Trials, was the president of a company, came from extreme poverty. He and his uh, three brothers, uh, first generation, lived in a little uh, little um, apartment above a, a tailor shop where my grandfather, who would be like 150 years old now if he was alive, but so they, they came from nothing. And uh, all four of the brothers wound up being um, very successful. And, uh, you know, no, I'd never heard anyone say a bad word about my father. He died when I was 13. And, uh, and uh, you know, everybody, I mean, most people, they love their dads. But I uh, idolized him, like, at a very high level. Um, he kept a diary of his uh his fighting experiences in uh, the hurricane forest and it's very interesting because you know again he died when i was 13 um but we found this diary and he writes exactly like i do it's very interesting we write the same exact way his handwriting's worse than mine but of course he was in a foxhole you know <laughs> writing yeah, this exactly thing. but uh, it's amazing so one it's amazing it exists but um so uh I mean, the guy was a leader on the, the battlefield, leader in the courtroom. Uh, he, his company uh, that he was president of, it was, you know, hundreds and hundreds of employees. And again, I literally never heard anyone ever say a bad word about it. So I'll, I'll post things about him sometimes. And, and it's been, he died in 1991. So it's been a long time since he died. And people still, they revered him. And so, um, like, it's um it's interesting because you know he's a great leader but also my dad but i i look at him as more than my father like he's done just this amazing leader and i've always kind of felt that he was protecting me and then guiding me and um i kind of think that uh this whole entrepreneurial journey i've been on has kind of been in a way guided by him mm -hmm. um because he was a, a, a business leader and uh and it's, it, this whole thing is, it's been interesting because it's shown me what I'm really capable of. Like being in corporate, I was never then finding me, they were giving me weird jobs to do because they didn't know what to do with me. I just never fit in in corporate. And yeah. now I realize I was because I was probably supposed to be an entrepreneur the whole time. Yeah. So his leadership of like people like adored him. And it's weird to say, but people like, like really care about me in this regard because I'm, so giving and so helpful to people um and i just really like doing it so it's good to see my my dad's leadership 
is the longest answer I've ever given any question, but um, it's uh, it's good to see his leadership rubbing off on me. And I'm, you know, I'm obviously trying to make him proud, you know, throughout this whole thing as well. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. That's really a beautiful story. Yeah, sure. Is there, if it's not too um, personal, is there a word of advice or a phrase of advice that he's given you that, that sticks with you? Yeah, that that's a good willing question. To share? Yeah, so it's, you know, it's, I don't usually talk about my dad. It's hard to do it. Um, so he, he always said the cream rises to the top. And my mom uh, tells me that all the time. He's like, your dad always used to say the cream rises to the top. And so it's true because the people I, I only work with the people that rise to the top and that's, that's, um, that's uh, like, I it wasn't at the top before I was kind of floating around in absentia or whatever that term is. And, uh, and this has helped me rise to the top, you know, again, not necessarily revenue, but in terms of like leadership and ability to connect people, and then work with the best people. So the cream rising to the top, that's what's, that's what's happened for sure. And I think about, I literally think about that every day that when he said that. That's beautiful. That's fantastic. That's, that's a great, um, it's a great way to live out his advice every day. Well, you know, the thing is, is when you're an entrepreneur, I, I would think you get to really work on yourself in corporate. You're trapped in this, you know, either a cubicle or these stupid meetings. And, and I shouldn't say stupid, but it's just this endless nonsensical meetings. I've never understood that. And um, being an entrepreneur, you, you learn about yourself so much. And uh, I, I've just evolved so much as a human being since I started this. Um, learning about, you know, what I really like to do and what I really hate to do. And and the people I want to associate myself with and the people I don't want to associate myself with and, and um, learning from failure and, and how to grow as a person. And, and, uh, and when you, uh, you know, when you're struggling, you, you, you can change your brain to make it an opportunity. And so I'm constantly working on myself and it would never have been possible had this, had this not happened. And so it's really cool as an entrepreneur that you really can, dig into your brain and then and make great choices and changes. Like you, you're in control yourself. You know, like when I left corporate, I said, I got tired of trying to work within the confines of four walls. I couldn't take it anymore. So yeah. I had to get out because it just, it stifles the stifles, everything. Stifles That's correct. Everything. Yeah. So the, um, you know, the conversations I have with, with a lot of these entrepreneur folks now, uh, it's not really about business anymore. We just talk more about life and, finding joy and helping people like the business part of it. It's cause like you asked me, what, how do I help people? Like I barely mentioned the PR thing. Cause that is, I mean, it's great that that works, but that's not really what it's about. It's about helping people and, and caring and then uh, just living a good life for your, yourself and your family and, and yeah. the people that you, you care about and the rest of this other stuff just kind of falls into place. You mentioned that earlier, but you're hundred percent right. Is there a word, is there a, some advice that you would give visionaries or upcoming leaders or, you know, I know that you work a lot with, um, I see you kind of interact a lot with some young adults who are kind of starting their path. Um, what's advice that you give them? So it's been interesting because uh, some of the newer clients I've signed are uh, 
23, there's 23, 26, 27. These people are old souls. They're so much more advanced um, than I was at that age. Uh, uh, <laughs> so much more advanced. It's amazing. Um, I love talking to people that age who just like totally get it and they, uh, and their clients and they're like, they, you know, like I get them in the news or whatever, but I make them intro so many intros to these people who are like, you're good. You're these people are going to change your lives because they just get it. So the, the advice I, those folks don't necessarily need advice, um, but they're like comets, they're unicorns. Most that's, it's very hard to, for people that age to think like that. Um, the rest of the folks, uh, if they're starting businesses and this is in the book, but like when you start a business, it takes two full years to really figure it out. So don't expect like stuff to, um, stuff to happen overnight like it yeah. it takes a long time and if and it's okay like don't worry about it it's you know you just got to give this you got to give it time and then the number one thing i say this all the time is that do what you love to do and what you're really good at and that's that's what my company is it's one thing literally one thing and, and i do it really well and i love doing it so don't spread yourself too thin with all this cockamamie nonsense. Find out what you really like to do and what you're good at and everything else will follow. So is there anything that we haven't talked about that you think is important to share with um, entrepreneurs, visionaries, leaders? Um, The world's a great place, uh, even in times like this, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's just, it's good to have things in perspective that like, you know, family comes first and, and, uh, you know, I write that in the book that if you don't, if you're someone who doesn't put your family first, I really can't help you because all this other stuff doesn't matter. Um, I, I actually write if you if you don't put your family first, just put the book down because it's <laughs> it's not all this other stuff doesn't really matter. Yeah. So I am very very fortunate to have the the wife that I mean my wife is the most normal kind like I'm all over the and she's <laughs> like very stable successful. Our first date was the day before she started medical school. Oh wow! So we've been on this uh, really. I mean, did you talk about? I mean. She wouldn't, she wouldn't want to be an entrepreneur, which is fine, but she's, I mean, to be a doctor, what she went through, oh my God. And so we have this really interesting love story and our children have this, these great brains. They got my wackadoo-ness and (laughs) stuff and yeah. And then they have her, you know, I'm smart, but she's, she's really smart. So they have her brain and it's fascinating to see what they'll what they'll turn into. I'm really excited to kind of watch that. But yeah, to answer your question, like family, if you, if you can't put your family first, then, you know, it just, yeah. it's all this other stuff's worthless. Yep. Well, Justin, this has been really um, incredible conversation with you. Thank you for spending time with us today. And I know that, you know, your words of wisdom are going to help a lot of people out there um, and, and get them to think a little bit differently. You know, if people wanted to get in touch with you, how would they go about doing that? 
Sure, they can go to uh, my company's website, which is uh, Brepic. So the site is brepicllc.com, B-R-E-P-I-C-L-L-C.com. And you can, there's links there to get the uh, pre-order, the, uh, or get the, you know, information for the book as well. But I'm telling, I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that this book's going to be a very big deal because it's, it's, uh, I think it has the right message and uh, from the right people and uh, really going to change a lot of people's lives. So I'm super excited about it. That's going to help so many people. Well, wish you all the best with that. And I'm going to get my copy too. If I'm not on that list, I'll be there, but I think I am already. Yeah, I think you are. Here it is. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Well, you know, I want to tell you know, our viewers and listeners, you know, follow the converse, this conversation and others that we have upcoming on the Wisdom Success Show. It's an online program. Um, you can find it. It's on Facebook right now. Um, and most of our conversations, I usually take my uh, my set and I will want to travel. But these days we're doing these online shows. And, and if the uh, Wisdom Success Show is not the right place for you, I also have a podcast called The Secrets of Legendary Leadership. And this conversation will be on there as well. So, Justin, thank you again for sharing uh, your wisdom with us today. It's been a pleasure. No problem. Happy to do it. All right. We'll chat soon.